is an order, an agency, one that holds allegiance to no king, no magistrate, no governing body. This order takes on the problems and issues too bizarre or too dangerous for any normal investigative organization. They right wrongs. They protect the innocent. They safeguard the world. They are known as the Circle. At least, they were. For the Circle, has fallen. Those agents that remain are now fugitives. And after barely escaping with their lives, the surviving members continue their ongoing quest to safeguard all of Eberron while seeking to root out the source of their misfortune and rebuild the Circle anew. This their story. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Agents of the Circle, the podcast where I run an original 5th edition game of Dungeons and Dragons for my friends. All manner of hilarity ensues. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Sphinx Akasha, and I'm joined by my friends, Kendra and Trary, as Ozma, the rogue slash wizard. Luke Edmondson as Lucius Flagg, the Divine Soul Sorcerer. Riley Brandau as Ash, the Druid Warlock. Caleb Clark as Jazz Goodsong Jr., the Rogue slash Artificer slash Warlock. Triple threat. (laughs) Laramie Lundy as Idris Lott, a.k.a. Dacos, dual identities in this this piece. The Eldritch Knight. Emily Addington as Orla Talion, the Druid Ranger. And, of course, once again, our newest addition, Megan Davidson as Kaladan, the Monk Cleric. (laughs) We're back once again for episode 42 of our adventure in Eberron. If you haven't checked it out yet, I mean, the, the first two seasons are there. They're, they're just waiting for you to just dive into and listen and catch up. Get caught up already uh, on SoundCloud and Stitcher and iTunes and Spotify and Google Play. And as of last week, last FM. <laughs> and also anywhere else you might get your podcast. So please like, share, subscribe, sh- uh, tell your friends, tell your mama. I don't know if your mom is into Dungeons and Dragons, but she might be. You don't know. I don't know. Uh, send us comments. Send us fan art. Uh, send us money. Um, I mean, you don't have to send us money, but we really would appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, if you like what we're doing and you want to hear more of it. So, all that being said, uh, let's get to rolling some dice and uh, let, let's 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 get into it. So... In our last episode, you all managed to uh, uh, to set about your mission to go to uh, the Whisper Woods and seek out the ancient druid known as Gorfin. You traversed through 
a, a forest that was very clearly alive and giving you multiple hints uh, as to where uh, you needed to go. And with your various uh, acuities, managed to see and follow those hints very well. Uh, you came to a clearing uh, that held some very, very colorful uh, foliage and also a bit of an ancient ruin that seemed to belong to what used to be the temple to Ratataska, who you all learned was uh, and is an ancient dragon uh, who is the protector of the forests. Uh, you subverted an ambush by a group of Oni warriors. Uh, seeing them before they could surprise attack you. So well done that. Uh, you all, I'm granting you all a, uh, a point of inspiration for that. For seeing, for seeing through that. So yeah. well done. Yeah. Um, and you managed to kill the leader. And immediately upon killing the leader, uh, with the other Oni beginning to advance on you, a voice from nowhere and everywhere, very, very calmly, says, enough. That'll be all. The Oni, including the one you just killed, vanish before you. And standing before you, appearing before you, is this eight-foot-tall being in a with the head of a great elk, uh, crazy antlers, and uh, wearing nothing else but a cloak all over of shadow and what looks like raven feathers standing before you. And he says to you, Ah, Pardon the deception, but I simply had to know. I believe you all are looking for me. My name is Gorfam. Welcome to my forest. Ooh. Not the warmest welcome. Gorfam kind of leans his head to one side as he takes you in, Ash. I agree, but my intent was simple. I needed to test your metal and to test your will. And you have proven yourself to have quite the abundance of both. Would you have just killed us if uh, we weren't up to stuff? Quite easily, yes. But instead... <laughs> You have passed. Well, then. You've passed my trial. And I feel quite confident in inviting you into my home. If you would like to follow me, we can go there now. Well, it is not a dark forest per se, but it is my forest. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like fun either way. Yeah, lead the way. Excellent. And as you see, he kind of glides away from you. There's, there's no sign of 
Like it's it's almost too fluid the way he moves. There's no sign of any any struggle or any uh, any effort that he puts into his movement. And is he an illusion? Go ahead and make an arcana check. Oh well, I'm not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else should do that. I can't give it I don't have a virtual tabletop. Do you have roll 20 up? Yeah. Hey, I got a 10. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Idris, you can see that he is quite real. He is very... It's, it's a very odd sense that you get magically from him, but he is very much a real physical being. Mm-hmm. And he approaches a wall of trees that just seem to part like the, for lack of a better uh, better uh, metaphor, parts like the Red Sea as he approaches <laughs> them. Like literally the trees move to let him through. And as he s- stands in what is essentially the... Uh, this now opening and this clearing, he turns back to you and just very, very casually, well, come on then, this way. I hope you all like beer. And he continues to move. Oh, you know, not mm-hmm. not it can't be all bad. <laughs> I mean, he did try to kill us. Yeah, he was just testing us. Yeah. Yeah, the reward's beer. Um, so yeah, I'd, of like, I'd like to uh, roll a perception. What exactly are you looking for? Well, uh, I think it's going to end up being a perception slash religion of just what is this dude doing? Okay. Uh, what is he advocating? Because it's far from just, oh, well, be here. We have to talk to him. Like, we came to find him. So, maybe he's just going to entertain us for a minute and then kick us out. <laughs> I'll take that, a beer in the meantime. <laughs> that, that very well may be possible as well. Um, yeah, but if you want to roll uh, perception religion to kind of I'd say that'd be more insight, though, than perception. Uh, to see insight? kind of where he's at. Yeah, fine. Uh, roll 20 is still loading on my end. Um, let's see. Oh, there you go. One, is it? There we are. That sounds right. Actual the 24 insight. Okay. Um, with that, let's see, what is that natural role? That's a 16 naturally. Um, with that, you can see that uh, his intentions seem pure enough. He's not trying to lead you astray. He like everything he said about like testing you, or testing your metal, uh, and killing you if you failed. 
is very much true and on the level. Um, there's no deception whatsoever there. Uh, you, you definitely see that he cares a lot for this forest. And with, with, the, with how gentle he is with his movements as he kind of wanders through it, and the way uh, you can see the the trees and the plants and the animals seem to uh, give deference to him as he moves by, but not like a fearful deference as very much a, like, this is a creature that we're very fond of and will protect with our lives should it, we need to, but we shouldn't need to. Lucius, you worry too much. Let's go get some beer. And walks on <laughs> to get sauced. <laughs> I'm not... <clears throat> we seem to be fine. Please don't stop being aware of where we are. And as you move through the forest, it, you, you, you walk maybe about 10 minutes uh, through this forest. And as you walk, walking towards, uh, or you walking behind, rather, uh, Gorfim, you can see that the forest around you is becoming even more colorful and more active with life. Uh, all of the creatures that were missing uh, when you were walking through before your fight with the Oni seem to have all kind of gathered here and are watching you very curious but kind uh, eyes. You don't sense any malice from them. Just curiosity. Just a, oh, we've got visitors. Well, I wonder what they're here for. Oh, Gorfim seems to like them. And you come to what is essentially a very large what appears to be, I guess, a large oak tree and set into the trunk. I mean, this is like one of those massive trees. Like, I don't know what kind of trees they are. The ones in California where you can like drive through them. Great redwoods. Yeah, like one of those great redwood trees. Yeah. Yeah, sequoias. The sequoia trees. Yeah, like one of those great sequoia trees. But like fucking massive. Like this thing like can take up a a city block. And set into like almost carved or shaped into the side of this tree is a house. It's not a big house. It, it, it's very much uh, looks like a standard, like cabin-sized kind of situation, right? Only there are no stairs. Like it is at least about thirty feet up into the bark of this tree. Into the uh, into the trunk of this tree, there are no stairs. But Gorfim just kind of, oh, I apologize. Just a moment. And he nods towards the tree and vines begin to sprout up in front of the tree and kind of form stairs slowly, kind of inching its way to the front door. Yeah, if you will just come this way. And as you see, he begins to glide very, very fluidly up the stairs. Um, Ash and um, 
Ash, Kaladin, and um, Dacos, I'd like you all to make perception checks for me. Idris does not make that at all. Holy crap. <laughs> he sees nothing. <laughs> he sees less than nothing. He sees much less than He sees nothing. the beer in his head. Yeah. <laughs> He's ready. Wait, beer, beer. Kaladin, oh, out of the three of them, Kaladin, you see what appears to be like a flash of... You can't tell if it's like a fin or a tentacle just beneath the cloak as he's moving up the stairs. Oh, no. Do I have enough experience with druids that I know that they, like, change shape sometimes? You're... What's your druid level again? I don't have a druid level. Oh, no, that's, you, that's right, you don't. But you trained... I'll say you trained... Because you trained with... Um, with your teacher, whose name I'm biking on for some stupid reason, um, Dez. Dez, because you trained with Dez, who is also a druid, uh, you do have enough experience to know that yes, they do change shape, but you've not seen some anything quite like this before. Okay. Um. So he well, reaches the top of the stairs. Is, where's so, Jazz in the like? line of people. Am I close to him? That's up to Jazz. Jazz, are you close? To, are, are you walking near Megan or are you hanging back? Or near Kaladin, I'm sorry. Are you hanging back? I, yeah. I'm, I'm there. there. Okay. okay. I'll, just, I'll just tug on his sleeve and point it out and be like, you're the curious type. Do you know what that's about? And Jazz, I'd like you to go ahead and make a uh, go ahead and make an investigation check but I'm going to go ahead and give you disadvantage because you just missed what she was pointing at so I want to see if you can catch what she's saying or what she's talking about that's That's probably going to be the little one let me see Nope. <laughs> that's not that's not bad actually. Um, oh yeah. You managed to just see the tentacle as well, but like poking out from another side, and you definitely can see the kind of as it kind of just like pokes out and then back in under the cloak. You can. No, but uh, my, 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 can you guys hear me? I can hear you. You're a bit echoey. You can hear it in my headset. Okay. Okay. Can you do Arcana? Can you do yeah. Arcana? Okay. So, what exactly are you looking for, Arcana wise? Hmm. Hmm. I guess I want to. I guess I want to know. Is he of this? Is that natural? Is that natural? natural? I guess it's obviously not natural. Okay. Um. 
you, based on that roll, uh, you can see that whatever that is, it seems to be part of his true body. Like it's not, it's not something that he has shifted into. <laughs> okay, Jazz, let's say that. Kayla didn't it says. I think that maybe. I think that maybe his maybe part of his maybe butt. Part of his butt. I don't know. But that is his body. But that is his body. It is who he is. It is who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Does did Gorm's face look humanoid? No, Gorf Gorfum's face is literally an elk skull. That's terrifying. Okay. <laughs> it's an elk skull with like a ton of like uh like a huge crown of antlers and horns. Oh boy. I How, don't uh, think I have anything that can help us. <laughs> yeah, that's uh I'm gonna you know, slow my pace when I'm at the back of the group, I think. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, um, the skull man seems nice. <laughs> well, does, you know, wait a minute before we decide. Let's hear what Skull Man Jones has to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. And then, so it's a skull and then a cloak and then under the cloak are like tentacly bits. I think we should leave. <laughs> Um, can I, can I roll a religion to see if I recognize anything about how he looks, why, if he's connected to the dragon god person, etc.? Um, sure, yeah. Okay. Okay, with a 15 religion, uh, you've heard of Ratatoskar having... Uh, various like champions and uh, kind of stewards uh, that kind of hang out in the forest when he's not around. Um, you don't necessarily know them by name okay. or by location, even. Um, the legend of Gorfim, as you have heard it uh, for the first time, was when Ashara told it to all of you. Uh, it had no real connection to Ratatoskar at all. Um, but that was mostly due to, from what you remember her saying, she didn't really believe that Gorfim existed either. That it was just kind of a, a legend or like an old wives' tale that, you know, mothers would tell their kids to make sure they went to bed. Yeah. Be, okay. be, be careful or, you know... This weird druid will come and take you, and you know, then you'll live in the forest. Okay. Well, <laughs> damn. <laughs> right then. Well, I mean, here. Jazz is usually nice and brassy about asking about stuff, but apparently he's shy today. That's fine. Sounds Are you able to share your mic with Emily? Or share Emily's mic? Yeah, you can use my mic, babe. You want to just do that? Okay. Might be easier. And just mute your mic. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> I approve of your jazz impression. Spot on. Hey, hey, man, I'm just saying. Love you, bud. <laughs> so, say again? I couldn't understand you there, uh, Caleb. How about now? Sounds a little better. Yeah, this is new release. Yeah, I think Emily's mic sounds clearer, even if yeah. it's just a little bit quieter. Yeah. I don't know why. Mine is like a big nice one. Hers is a little one. It's definitely a weird time for the it's not the size, but the motion of the ocean <laughs> metaphor, but it kind of uh, it appears to, <laughs> to, to be <laughs> necessary in this case. So yeah, I, I would say uh, if you can do just like mute your mic and use Emily's it might be just for the best in this case because you're coming off really really crackly and it, it's it's weird yeah and you can is it still echoing? no you're not echoing anymore because Emily's muted her mic okay well, but you're still really robotic and like we yeah. can't really tell what you're saying. You're kind of staticky now. Yeah. My phone. Probably your phone. All right. So as Gorfum gets to the top of his of the through the stairs to his home, uh he turns around. Please forgive the mess. I was not expecting company today and um, did not have time to prepare. And turns. You see no movement from the cloak, uh, but you do see a pair of floating hands just appear in kind of this weird blue glowing light in front of him. Just hands. No arms attached to them. Just hands. And they push the door open. He turns to you, and the hand gestures as if it is part of him. Come on. And he glides on through the doorway. That is unsettling. Yeah, um... I haven't really seen that before. Uh, yeah, same. You, you uh, kind of understand our reluctance to follow you when uh, doesn't look like you have any arms or hands. Gorfum kind of tips his head to the side, looks at his floating hands, and looks at you all. I apologize. I did not intend to 
frighten or uh, make anyone uncomfortable. It is, well, there is, hmm. And he ponders for a moment. Hmm. Let's just say there is a reason I wear a cloak. Ah. <laughs> you guys Why be nice to Gorfin. You guys are too suspect, okay? You're too focused on me. Yes, well, you guys, there's a lot of people that come in different shapes and sizes. He's, yes, he tried to kill us, but he was trying to protect the forest. It was only briefly, and it was only as a test. See? Wait, are we done with yes, test? Yes, the, the, the test is done. I, I, I do not intend to kill you. Thanks. That is a well, I, in fact, wish to feed you and offer you some of my homemade beer. Oh, I, <laughs> I got to insight check that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so shady. Go right ahead. Um, where is it? There it is. 18. You can't you can't see a lie in his words at all. He seems very yeah, very I genuine. I can't see a being either. <laughs> <laughs> no being, okay. no lies. Okay. Well, all right. That's fine. If you would come inside, I would be more than happy to explain. And then he kind of leans forward, almost conspiratorially. But it is best that we do this indoors. I do not wish to frighten the animals. And then he leans back up. Oh. Frighten the animals? What about frightening us? No. <laughs> it's going to be okay, guys. And You all have fought a clutch of Oni. I think you all can handle what I, can sh- what I am about to show you. Dirty bird. Okay. <laughs> just say yes, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just say yes. No, but please do take care of the animals. they frighten easy Gorfum kind of leans his head towards you Lucius it is my job it is my purpose and he kind of glides through the door and as he does and as you all kind of climb the stairs and approach the home you hear a small voice Gorfum you're back <laughs> Where is that? Who's that? Hey, did you bring company? Damn it, Gorfum, I didn't clean! I am sorry. I did not have time. They came without warning. Please be nice. <sighs> Fine. I was really channeling some uh, William Shatner there. <laughs> Please be nice. <laughs> so do you all go into? Yep. Let's all go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So as you walk in, you see that this home, regardless of any kind of notation uh, or not notation, geez, mm-hmm. any kind of ideas of it being. Uh, Unkempt is actually quite meticulously kept. Uh, Everything is clean and sparkling. There are various shelves full of herbs and jars of 
various oddities here and there, uh, shelves from you know the floor to the ceiling full of books. Uh, there's a massive table uh, uh, where you know it's kind of a kitchenette kind of situation. Wooden table, um, sink, a wash bin. Um, there is a tiny bed, uh, kind of hanging from uh, some uh, some vines from the ceiling, uh, with a <laughs> vine kind of uh, vine ladder kind of swinging down to the floor, and. On one wall in particular are nothing but casks uh, laid to the side. Some laid to the side, some uh, sitting upright. Nothing but casks over casks over casks of what appears to be ale and wine. (laughs) And standing in front of the table is a small, dark-haired girl. She looks like she should be she looks like she could be around seven or eight. Standing there, hands hands on her hips, very much akimbo, a very stern look at her, at her, on her face as she eyes each of you coming up the stairs. She looks Hello, like little a little one. Who are you calling little? You. I'm 35. pleasure to meet you there are some among us who are not graced as you uh you enjoy the sense of youth as i hope you are Hmm. it's very nice i thank you for your welcome and you're welcome in my and Gorfum's home. Step I went up and introduce myself. I'm Kayladen. You can call me Katie. And I'm oh. from the monks of Misha Call. Don't want you to feel like a stranger is just wandering around in your home. It's very nice to meet you. Oh, very good. Nice to meet you too. My name is Casca. Casca. Yes. Cool. Mm. <laughs> cool. Hello, Casca. Okay. I am Jazz. Hello, Jazz. You're the rude one. Um, no. I might just call you rude one instead. Until <laughs> you prove otherwise. It fits, but he's also the most charming of us. I guarantee you'll like him if you give him a chance. Since the polite one seems to vouch for you, I might just give you another chance. Jazz. Oh, and you see, you see this large rolling of the eyes. <laughs> As your name, <laughs> you can prove to, you can prove your charm to me, whenever you wish. But I don't have any charm. <laughs> but the polite one spoke for you. He said you did. He said you were the most charming among all of you. Um, jazz. Li- are you saying that he's a liar? Jazz. Don't think about your potential. Just be charming. Don't think. Perhaps play. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) This I understand. Well, 
we do have a lot of questions. Maybe we can play 20 questions. <laughs> <laughs> I have not played 20 questions since I was a child. But I might, I, I'll think about that. That might be fun. <laughs> what about matching questions? I'm sorry. Did you okay. want to meet the rest of us at all? Like, there's more people here. Wait, this is true. Sorry, I'm trying to buy all means. She, Casca blinks and is like, oh, yeah, oh, wow. There are a lot of you. Hmm? Gorfram, you brought a lot of people home. Gorfram nods. Yes, they were all part of the test. You tested them? Did you do the only thing again? (laughs) Of course I did. (sighs) You promised us beer. At least he didn't do the thing with the basilisk this time. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the last person he tested that one with uh, didn't go so well. That sounds petrifying. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> she genuinely, you see Casca like hold on, like grab her stomach and just like almost fall over laughing. Oh my God, she's funny. I like her. Oh. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Oh, she wipes a tear away from her eye. That was good. That was really good. Oh, oh, whew. And she takes a breath. Okay, okay. But seriously, who are the rest of you? Oh, this is my beloved, Orla. She looks at you, Orla. You're tall and pretty. Granted, you're all pretty tall in comparison to me, but you're pretty. Thank you. It's so nice to meet you. Good to meet you too. Welcome. Hello, I'm Dacos. It is nice to meet you. And he and doesn't bow. For a moment, uh, actually, you know what? Uh, Dacos, go ahead and make a perception roll for me. Okay. <laughs> what is. Did that you just happen? Did that totally just happen? Yep. Yep. I saw that too. <laughs> I saw it too. <laughs> what? I just rolled a two again. Yeah. Uh, yep. It was very nearly a 12, but it, it was a two. Uh, <laughs> you don't notice anything. Uh, she just smiles at you. Well, um, hi, Dekos. Uh, welcome. She, 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 she seems a little, uh, she stutters a bit, almost flustered. Dacos is like, yeah, at your service. And he steps aside. And Amesh. Oh, and she looks, I'm here for some beer. She, she <laughs> looks at you, Ash, and like kind of steps back, taking you in. Kind of looks over at Gorfim, looks at Ash again, turns to Gorfim. He's a big one. Gorfim nods. Yes. Yes, he is. And kind of Gorfram goes about his business, uh, making a lot of clicking and clattering noises as his hands kind of, uh, as his floating hands kind of move about. Uh, she turns back to you, Ash. Hi! You're not going to eat me, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, good. I, I, I don't relish being eaten. I don't think Gorfram would allow it, but I had to ask. Thought hadn't crossed my mind. Okay. Well, I'm glad. 
It's good to meet you, Ash. Welcome. Thank you. And she and uh, has a Lucardi gone because I wanted to go last. <laughs> oh no! By all means, carry on. Carry on. Um. Hello, 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 hello. I'm Ozma. Um, and contrary to what was said before I got in here, I'm the most charming one. <laughs> with that, Ozma, with a flourish, uh, grabs a couple or uh, her her two daggers and attempts to juggle them. What check would you like me to do? I would <laughs> love. Uh, let's go ahead and make that a. Uh, just make a dexterity roll for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, why did it do it over here, but it didn't do it over there? Okay. There we go. Dexterity. Okay. So you have like a weird kind of like false start, but you managed to like juggle them just a little bit and you kind of like spin them around in your hands really quick uh noticing that like if you continue this you're probably going to lose control so you just grab them and shove them back in your uh in their sheaths but like you 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 do it well enough to where you you kind of play it off like you're real cool about it and just you know yeah jazz is like oh And Casca, Casca claps as well. That was really good. We don't get many knife jugglers here. That was awesome. <laughs> well, well, the other guy over there can do flips. You just got to ask him. <laughs> Dekos, Dekos does flips. Uh, I'm known I, to do flips from time to time. Well, maybe, well, well, I might, I might take you up on that later. I want to meet Mister Polite. <laughs> to we have less nice names for having a group. <laughs> All of us can be polite. <laughs> We're just hoping to get some more information. Oh, All of us, yes. so all of us can be polite, but only one of us can be super awkward. So I'm glad we saved him for last. <laughs> I thought the super, super super awkward guy went first. That's fair. <clears throat> but yeah. we're here as guests. Let's have a round of drinks and have a casual, polite conversation before but we I, get down to brass tacks. Okay. But, but And he turns back to you. Or she turns back to you, Lucius. But what's your name? If you please. My name is, my name is Lucius Flag. Ah! Welcome to my home, Lucius Flag. You are most welcome. Thank you very kindly for your graciousness. And I apologize. Uh, uh, this perhaps is a, uh, a difference in customs, um, perhaps, between our folks. Uh, I sincerely appreciate uh, the deference that you have given to me, I hope that you will extend that to the rest of my group as well. Oh, of course. And I sincerely appreciate that. Uh, 
you may be somewhat off put as um, some of the folks that are with me <laughs> will <laughs> give off ribald and uh, otherwise dismissive uh, names and and uh, <laughs> and and cultures surrounding me. But please understand that this is just part of our particular culture where someone who is truly respected gets these additional <laughs> sort of flavors. Ah. Them. Oh, I see. Um, that's good to know. I haven't really been out of the forest in a very long time, so it's good to know that some things don't change. Yes, unfortunately, we are very much the same. Um, what did you miss? Let's see. The last time I was out, there was still a war on. I'm told that that ended a while ago. Um, or at least, you know, came to some kind of reasonable-ish conclusion. I'd imagine that. There's been something to take its place. Yeah, that's there almost always is in my experience. This is true. Uh, may I? Uh, would you mind if I uh, turned over any sort of additional questions to the rest of my group because they're all very curious as well? Of course. Yes, I'm sure you all have a lot of questions, especially about this guy over here. He's. Uh, and she looks over at Gorfim. As you can now see that the two floating hands have become four floating hands, gathering mugs and putting them on. Like two of the hands are now holding a tray and the other two are gathering mugs uh, and flagons to put upon the tray. And like, he doesn't seem to be paying her any attention. He's, he's kind of an odd one. Um, he's taken some getting used to, but uh, he's, yeah, yeah. Ask all the questions you want. Oh, how is it that you are doing that? And, he, and Jazz is looking at the hands. And he's like, hmm. Oh, the, the thing, the, 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 the floaty hand thing. Yes. Oh, I taught him that. Uh, he's using a spell called Mage Hand. Oh, yes. This is what I thought. But he is, he is, he's such a powerful being that he can cast four of them at once. And he can hold them for indefinite periods of time. It's really handy. Um... Especially because uh, I see you know, what you did there. For, oh, oh, that was an unintentional pun. I see. Oh, oh I made you laugh. That's great. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that, but that's funny. But yes, Gorfum. it is. It is. It is very handy that that, that Gorfum does that. Um, mostly because, uh, well, he'll get to that. You are truly a powerful and ancient being, Gorfum. Gorfim kind of turns his head to one side as he turns to face you. Power tends to accompany age, in my experience. Uh, that being the case, being over 50,000 years of age, I might be one of the most powerful beings in all of Eberron, to my account. Oh. And he goes back to gathering... Uh, the last couple of mugs and 
brings them all to the table. We can we can never leave. We must we must we must start writing. Uh, but go, uh, but before this before and you see that the two of the two of the four hands merge uh, together and create an, one hand and the other two merge and create another hand and now they're just two hands again. We, For, we are me, agents of this my impertinence I, I I will not ask another thing. You are all left, but Gorham, does that mean did you see the beginning? No. I was I was not around for the dawn of creation. Uh, that was quite more than maybe 200,000 years before my arrival here. Um, I came around during what your histories would call the Age of Giants. So, about, give or take, about 55,000 years ago. Whoa. Then, have you any interest in what's happened from then to now? He kind of leans his head to the side in thought. And something else that you notice about him, uh, all of you notice this, in fact, uh, and it may or may not be unsettling, but when he speaks the skull, the mouth of the skull opens, but does not move the way a normal mouth would when speaking. He, When he's talking, the mouth is just open. And when he does not speak, the mouth is shut. There is no flapping of, uh, of there's no movement in the mandibles at all. Just to point that out. Um, mm. He... gestures to the table with one of the floating hands. Please, have a seat. Uh, this would be best. It, it is quite a story, if you may. Uh, it would all be best seated. And I can pour you all some ale, should you, or wine, if you would like some. While, as I tell my story. I'll pull up a chair. Yep. Take us both well. up here. Yes. Voila. Ale, please. Do you uh, prefer dark ale or light ale? Both the better. Would any of you prefer wine as opposed to ale? I brew it I all myself. It's very good. You even, you even vince the wine? I do. Ooh, I'll take it. I got to try some of that. So he... Does anyone else, would anyone else enjoy wine? A red as close as you can to Andarian. Ah, I may have something that you would enjoy. So he pours a kind of almost like purplish red uh, liquid into from one of the casks into a uh, 
or into the into a goblet and passes it and puts it in front of Caelan and try this. It is a favorite of mine. It has some interesting notes of of, of honey and juniper berries. He interesting. Then takes another goblet and pours uh, a more dark red uh, wine into it and puts it in front of you, Lucius. This one is one of my bolder wines, but it has subtle hints of raspberry. Hmm. And he then pours... Do me, do me. He then pours a (laughs) very, very dark... Uh, frothy ale in one of the uh, flagons, puts it down in front of you, Jazz. Oh. This one is dark. Oh, no. And is it okay? We lost Lawrence. It was Are too you? dark. I'm still frothy. here. Oh, uh, you cut out. Oh, sorry. That was weird. Uh, <laughs> it is dark and frothy, and I think you would enjoy this particular. Or you would at least find it curious. He does this for each of you in turn. Uh, to Ash, he gives a very dark, uh, frothy ale, not too unlike the one he gave to Jazz. Uh, it's not nearly as frothy, but it is. It it, it has a more of a uh, more of a mealy texture to it. And puts that in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Emily, he gives more of an amber colored beer and uh, he says to you this one is very delicate but is very flavorful uh, try not to drink it too quickly as I have seen it go to Casca's head quite quite fast mm-hmm. and Casca just kind of rolls her eyes that's because I'm so small you idiot <laughs> <laughs> and you, know, you, you can see that Gorfin pays no mind to the jab and pours more ale uh, he pours a dark ale and hands it to Ozma. And she goes, Here, this I learned from an old pirate a long time ago, uh, long before you were born. Uh, I believe it has some notes of rum, as I believe that the, the terminology for that particular beverage is called, and puts it down in front of you. I hope you enjoy it. Ozma um, theatrically rubs her hands together. Yes, I think I'll, I'd love to have a little, little nip, little taste. <laughs> <laughs> and for Dacos, we'd like more than any. He takes a look, a long look at you, Dacos. Mm-hmm. You are one of the undying court, I believe. I have something uh, yes. particular for you. And he pours you a mug of, and you can smell it the moment it t- it hits the flagon. It, it's very fragrant and almost uh, flowery, but like earthy at the same time. It reminds you immediately of the tombs of the undying that you used to guard. Back when, mm-hmm. back in your youth, and he puts it in front of you. I call this one Death's Door. 
think oh, he's just kind of speechless. Um, can I roll a like? I want to check out to make sure this is just alcohol. Not saying that he like spiked it with anything. Sure. But more of the idea that I wonder if he imbued it with any type of arcana or magic or something. You can go ahead and roll arcana to check that. Yeah. I wonder if like it's like a po- arcana to check it. Okay. Yeah. Like it's magical beer. Not. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It could just be beer though. You can see, and it's it's not very it's very subtle that there are hints of magic mm. in all of the beers, not or in all of the drinks. Not since not so much so that they are infused within the beer, but he def- you can definitely see that he did in fact use magic to help him craft them. Oh, okay. These are arcanely crafted beers and wines. Okay. Uh, uh, thank you very much, Gorfin. You, you are most welcome. Now, and he turns to you, uh, to your question, and he is pouring a beer, and he, it's it's weird because he's turning, he's facing you, and the flag and, and uh, the the casks are behind him. But you see his floating mage hands move behind him and begin to pour uh, himself a, a, a cask of beer, or not a cask, a uh, mug of ale from behind his back. The Both hands come around again, one of them holding the flask. His mouth opens wide as he tur- tips his head back and he just throws the ale down his throat. <laughs> And you hear it splash around for a bit, and he gulps loud. And you see his the, this 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 strange movement in his neck as his uh, body accepts the ale. Ah, that was delightful. And you see this long <clears throat> forked tongue kind of slither out from within his maw and lick around. <laughs> the mandible uh, and skull and then back into his mouth. Hmm. Ah, delightful. Now to your question. Have I been concerned with what has been going on these last 50,000 years? That is a bit of a interesting question. To answer that, I have to go back to by beginnings, just a bit. Which would also explain why I use the mage hands. And he kind of has them kind of waggle in front of his face, and then he snaps, and the mage hands disappear. And Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> I'm very impressed. Super impressed. That you have mage hands. <laughs> that is, I mean, wow. I haven't seen that in five classes. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, God. Um, where was that thing where you have a forked tongue again? Yes, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually getting to that. Are you um, down in there? It's Perhaps next time lead with that. Just a suggestion. Carry on. I do not know why I would lead with that. But perhaps the next time I shall try that and see what results. <laughs> but 
there is something that you need to see before I go on. And yes, as you yes, watch, yes. a pair of what start out as small black tendrils poke out from the front of the cloak and push the cloak back over what appear to be shoulders, but are actually just a complete mass of tentacles streaming from where his neck ends, where his shoulders should be, down his body. Huh. A mass of tentacles. I don't do this out of doors, mostly because it frightens the smaller creatures out there. And I do enjoy that they trust me. Can't imagine why. Beings such as myself in the beginning times and even now are less likely to be trusted as I am in the forest. The only other being that knows of this is the one that entrusted this forest into my care. And he retracts the tentacles and uses them to pull the cloak of feathers back over himself. Mm. You see, I was summoned 55,000 years ago by a race of giants from the Eldritch Plains. I am what you might call an Eldritch Horror. I have been called an abomination by many of the courts of the Fae. And... Mm. Ash, Mab is screaming bloody murder in your head. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is not happy. <laughs> she is not okay. <clears throat> like, she is intelligible at this point. Like it, she is beside herself. I am sorry they call you an abomination. Well, it is not undeserved. When I initially came here, I did not have much in the way of control or intelligence of my own. And I, to put it in no uncertain terms, I kind of ate my way through the plane. Ate? Yes, I devoured many of the giants who summoned me and a few other creatures as well. It was not until I was had encountered the great dragon Ratatoska that I was finally brought to uh, heal, I believe is the term you all, you all would use now. Ratatoska took me in and taught me magic. Taught me to use myself in a way that was beneficial to this plane. And over time, he and I began to trust one another. Actually, we actually are quite fond of each other these days, although it has been quite some time since I've seen him. But in that time, I have been granted stewardship of this particular forest as he has dominion over all forests in Eberron or at least on this plane in Eberron 
I have not, I have been observing and meddling in affairs in my own way, but mainly to the benefit of this forest, as that has been my primary vocation. <clears throat> it is my path to protect this forest. Casca just is very just like unimpressed by everything. She's she's heard the story a billion times. She's heard the story a billion times. <laughs> and she's just kind of goes on. She goes and pours her own mug of ale and kind of sits on the floor next to him. It's kind of drinking, nodding. Mm-hmm. I imagine seeing this as you have, that you all must have questions. Please. And the mage hands appear again and gesture outward <laughs> as an invitation. Casca kind of leans forward conspiratorially. Mm. It's a lot to take in. It's fucking weird the first time I saw it. I freaked out. I screamed for about an hour. <laughs> then again, I was also eight the first time I saw that. <clears throat> She takes another swig of her ale. Is, is that what makes you look like you are eight now? Did it freeze you? What? Did, did it curse you? Did my screaming for an hour keep me? No, that's not what happened at all. This, oh. this, this place is very magical. And over time, the magic became so infused within me that, uh, yes, I stopped aging. It's kind of happened. Mm. I'm not really excited about that part, but yeah. <laughs> you get used to it. Yes. Gorfin. I'm sorry. Gorfin, what, why did you choose to take the good path and stop being evil? I don't know if evil was, what was more or less what you could call me. Chaotic? Chaotic is a good term, yes. I wanted to atone. I wanted to do better. I spent the first thousand years here just doing as I will, following my instincts, which were to eat, to kill, and to survive. During that time, I developed a kinship with the area around me and then <coughs> Ratatoska and was made to see that I could be more. Mm. Well, did you learn that? By I did. Comparison of effort or did you learn that because you had seen someone else achieve something that required any effort? Ratatoska helped me to observe many of the species here on Eberron, both the good and the evil, as well as the neutral. 
it gave me a template, as you will, to what life could be like. I saw that those who cared for others were often happier, more content, and <clears throat> more, I guess, well-liked by those around them. And I realized in those moments that that was what I wanted more than anything. So I strove through my own effort and through Radatosker's tutelage to be more that. This is good. Mm. Yes, it so seems you... it treated you well. Learned a good lesson stupidly. Radatosker said the same thing. Did not I feel bad. You learned a good lesson stupidly. See, Lucius, that's a that's a redemption arc, which is what we're talking about for Saif, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So and we have evidence right here that it could be done. Saif, the name of bad. the being that lives inside of Jazz there, and he points directly to the center of Jazz's head with a tentacle, like barely touching Jazz's head. Yes, he is in there. Huh, you have named it. That is a part of an old god. It is fortunate that you have come about this, but also strange. He seems to be happy, and I am happy. However, he does not like his roommates. <laughs> There's more living inside your head. And Gorfum oh, yeah, kind of turns the head to one side, and the mage hand begins like to scratch underneath the mandible curiously. Who else is in there? You see, Gorfum, this is also one of the reasons why I, w- I wanted to talk to you. It would seem I've come across some wayward souls. And they needed harbor. They were trapped in a crystal. And now they are with me. They're they serve inside me. your head? Yes. This is most curious. And they, while, while they can be rowdy, they serve me. But I, can, I cannot find purpose for such service. Hmm. Gorfum, you, you can see some of the tentacles now kind of spreading out from underneath him and are kind of creating kind of a makeshift almost chair for him to kind of lean back and sit as he <laughs> uses the mage hands still to like stroke his to stroke his maw curiously. I believe in all of my 55,000 years of existence here on this plane, I have not seen or heard of even multiple spirits living inside of one person. This is curious. 
and you are trying to seek a purpose for them. Well, it is. <clears throat> I actually think they are they are past, and I think they should be put to put to rest or at least able to at least able to no longer at least able to be free in a way where they can no longer harm anyone else but be free hmm and as you say that jazz the the general of your your goblin horde <laughs> uh pipes up we don't want to be free who wants to serve who wants to protect we fight for you this this i know but and the the and gorfram kind of if gorfram could raise an eyebrow he would but he has no eyebrows <laughs> so he simply like leans forward are you speaking to them now oh yes what are they saying to you they are just saying they they want to serve. They want to protect. Well, it seems as if they have a purpose then. Hmm. It seems to me that their purpose in life is now to protect and serve you. Hmm. I think that that should be a comfort to you as it seems as it, it is to them. This is, I just wonder about Saif. He says it isn't peaceful. Well, roommates can be a complex and complicated situation, as Casca here can tell you. And she, Casca, now a bit tipsy, you can see that she's had some of the ale that you all were warned about, <laughs> raises her mug. Amen to that. <laughs> Takes another swig. I have to clean up after this guy every night. The <laughs> uh, Gorfam kind of looks down at her. Casca, I do my best to help. Yes, I know. I'm just giving you shit. I love you, guy. Gorfam extends a tentacle and pats her on the head. I feel close, affectionate bond towards you as well. And Casca just takes with one hand, takes the tentacle in hers and kind of snuggles up to it. Ah, oh, you big bug. <laughs> and then let's go and like takes her mug in both hands and kind of sips at it slowly. And Gorfram looks back up at you. As I was saying, Living situations can be complicated, as is as our friendships. Does not need to be made more complex by the people within them. It's learning to live with one another and survive together can be a rewarding and satisfying experience for all involved. Or at least that is my experience. But I've only had a roommate for just a little over 20 years. <laughs> so what do I know? I've been 
only alive for just over 20 years. Ah, you all are moats in the passage of time. I relish and envy your youth. Actually, no, I don't. My youth was <laughs> troubled and tumultuous. Yes. Give it a thousand years. You'll get there. No, he won't. No. Expecting a thousand years, but yes, one's youth tends to be tumultuous. So, you are enjoying your relative isolation. Relatively, yes. I, I do enjoy this. It is... It can be peaceful. Though, I do miss more human interaction or interaction with other beings. Not that Casca and my anim our animal friends aren't good company, but I might want to wander the world at some point. Does anyone have any idea of where we can put him to where it will be a new experience and he may be willing to share some information with us? I'm, I'm just trying to come up with something here. Because I'm not going to smarts my way out of this by talking. <laughs> and he kind of looks around. Would you all like more ale or wine? I'll try some oh, wine. He takes ashes goblet and rinses it out at the sink using create water and pours the water out and he fills it with some of the darker wine and hands it to him. This is an older vintage. It's about 125 years old to my memory. I like it a lot. Ash, uh, I I wouldn't dream of drinking it, but might I uh, might I hold that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> temperature. What about temperature? Is it just a general pour? Is it cold? Is it warm? Oh, it's 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 room temperature. It's I mean, and in that room, it's I'd give it about sixty-five degrees. Mm. <coughs> uh, I'll I'll try and make a save of it of uh, giving it a sniff. No, oh yes, no, very. Oh yes, <coughs> uh, absolutely. The the uh, the 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 berries and vanilla. Uh, absolutely, this will. Uh, <coughs> Yeah, go ahead and drink that. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was going to. There was no question. <laughs> I was just thinking you might want a little chill on it. Nah. Do you all have any other questions for me? Yes, I have one more. 
ask, do you, you know much about us? You know which order we are with? I know nothing about you. You know not, you, you, you know about Saif? You know... I can sense um, him. Oh. He's not well, hard to sense. We... Just as the being that lives no, inside of Ash not. is not hard to sense. And he takes a pointed mm-hmm. look at you, Ash. What? You may, you may tell your mistress that she need not be afraid of me. Ash chokes on the wine he's drinking. Um. <laughs> there is a lady living inside Ash. And, and Gorfram, uh, Gorfram, he's drinking, and Gorfram turns uh, his head to the side and other, kind of looks at everyone. The way, did no one else <laughs> know of this? I apologize if I have given the game away, as the I have heard said. But yes, there is another living in his head. I wouldn't say living; it's more like a timeshare. Ah. Oh, I'm not familiar with that concept. <laughs> what is a timeshare? Oh, you know, like are you in her, your own head some of the time, and then she is out in your head the rest of the time? Uh, like sometimes you're sitting underneath a tree, and uh, chestnuts are falling on you, and the rest of the time you're chasing chestnuts. Now, I guess that doesn't quite work when you have a living demon in your head. Oh, whoa, whoa. Who, who said this person was a demon? Okay. You're Are right. you not enveloped by the divine spirit, Lucius? Yes, I Does- am empowered by the divine. And you have no problem with that. We don't say that that is a demon. Correct, because God empowers me. Oh, there's more than one God. I have a completely different God than you. No, there's actually not. There's one God, and there are plenty of other uh, very powerful beings that other people interpret as being very powerful to the point where they're gods, they're all wrong. There's one God, that God empowers me. And me too. You are empowered by a demon. No. What am what, I empowered what, by then? What is the God that empowers you? Oh, this is why we shouldn't drink together. This <laughs> 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 is so embarrassing in front of our new friend, the Eldritch Horror. You don't talk about religion in mixed company. That's why I was curious. Why I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about facts. <laughs> <laughs> Gorfram kind of leans over towards everyone. It might be prudent to point out that as someone who has lived on this plane for the last 55,000 years, I can, um, without question... Uh, confirm that there are multiple gods walking this plane. Oh, snap. Granted, the thing that is, the being that is inhabiting your other druid friend is 
not necessarily a god, but it is not a demon either. Ah. Oh, fine. It's just some monster that's not a god. And by the way, <laughs> I appreciate the fact that you knew some stuff from thousands of years ago, but let me tell you what I know now. <laughs> what I know now is that I am the living embodiment of the best potential we all inhabit. And that is granted by Ayun. Misha Kahl. You've all failed me on such a grand level. It's just staggering. I know but, nothing of religion. Let's and, uh, get back to this. Some of us have voices in our heads that yeah. are just from nonsense. So no. that seems like that's... a tomorrow problem. Today's problem, from my recollection, is that everyone we know and love was murdered. Yes, this is true. Wait, that's why I thought we, we were here are. to ask for with that is this is that is the truth it is why we are here Gorfam now looks very or as curious as he can look but it's casca now who like stands upright on her feet what what are you talking about everyone you know and love is there an apocalypse and we missed it no uh, just a yes they were just a mild um, cleansing. Um, <laughs> I returned to a scene that had already been destroyed, but these folks saw it happening, so maybe they can give you more details on it. Gorfum uh, reaches out his hands in invitation. Please, elaborate. It is... A bitter rival of our orders, the Silver Flame. They have attacked us and decimated us. The Silver Flame? That tiny group from Thrain? They are not tiny no more. And what they are, What order do you speak of that has been decimated? The Circle. The circle of magic. At this, at those words, you see what were just dark sockets in Gorfam's eyes glow bright red. What? The circle of magic? The circle is no more? No. It is not no more. It is hanging on by a thread. This is most distressing. And you see... Actually, I'd like everyone to make a perception check right now. Mm -hmm. Perception. Ozma sees nothing. Mm-hmm. Jazz also sees nothing. 
It just definitely sees that. Oh, I rolled twice. My bad. The rest of you... That was a persuasion roll that you rolled there. I think accidentally. Ah, (laughs) He's persuading you to uh, see that he rolled perception. (laughs) Let's see. What was your d20 roll? It's a nine. What is your perception score? No, no, no. I'll roll again. Okay. Okay, that's good enough. Uh, so, Ozma, Idris, and Jazz, you all don't notice. <laughs> but but everyone else notices the shadows around the room closing in. And mm. The room getting darker and colder. And as the, sh- as the room gets darker and colder, you see Gorfam's form begin to expand and gets a little bit bigger. You see the tentacles uh, start to kind of agitate and undulate from underneath his cloak. And Casca quickly gets up and puts a hand on him. Gorfim, 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 breathe, breathe. Uh, No, you don't breathe. Calm down. Calm down. Don't do this. And Gorfim what do you- takes up, the Gorfim freezes under Casca's touch and then begins to revert back to the sides to which you met him. And you can just barely see some of the antlers begin to shrink down because they had grown a little bit and the horns had too shrinking back down to their normal size. The fang teeth that were uh, that are part of his maw are also shortening. I am sorry. I let my emotions get the better of me for a moment there. This is very painful to hear. And he gets up. His tentacles a lot move and like help push him up back on back onto the tips of his tentacles, I suppose. I was going to say feet, but he has none. Uh, and he uses his mage hand to move the table. Uh, I know you guys are sitting at the table. He moves a rug that is sitting near you. It's a big area rug. And you see carved into the floor of the rug a very familiar symbol. It's the circle insignia. It is distressing to me as one of the circle's founding members that this thing that I helped create is now dead or dying. Is that why you have come? Yes. We need your help. He takes his mage hands and he teepees them together and presses his maw, his no- the nose of his maw against them. We must get to the bottom of why they attacked. We must get to 
a way of rebuilding the order. The circle was meant to be a force for good and a beacon of light in the dark. He looks as if he's taking a deep breath, but Casca's given away, but he doesn't actually breathe. So you know he's not actually taking a deep breath. But you can feel the sadness in his voice. Hmm. Who sent you to me? King Ashara sent us to you. Current king of Undair. Hmm. Yeah, yes. Well, I did want to get out more. The king of Undair, who is under attack by members of the undead. by members of some of the worst. The Book of Shadows has been invoked. You are where we are at now. We're hoping you can lend us any aid. There is aid that I can give, yes, but I cannot give it immediately. As this news is most distressing, I must locate Radatoska and let them know. I can lead you to someone I know of who can be of immediate assistance to you. He is a young monk by the name of Kai. I sent him on an errand which he has not yet returned, oddly enough. Give me a moment, please. And he walks over to his one of the bookshelves and pulls out a couple of large tomes and begins to kind of turn through them. I'm trying to recall as to where exactly I sent him. He was searching for a way to keep out. He too was facing an overlord. Creature. I was long since imprisoned. But is also trying to make their way back into the world, back into the plane of Eberron. Creature called Katashka, also known as the Gatekeeper. I sent him into the demon wastes. It's the far west. To the city of Ashtakala, I believe. He turns page. Yes. There is a temple there. And underneath that temple are caverns. He seeks a sword. Sword belonging to the Raven Queen. Which he wishes to use in his fight against them. 
Help him get that sword. Find him at that temple. If he still lives, help him retrieve the sword. And he can be of great help to you. And he takes feather from his cloak and he or with the, his mage hand and floats it over to ash as a symbol of trust to you and your fair queen druid ash The map in your head suddenly goes quiet. And you see, you feel her curiosity peak at this. And she whispers in, in your head, Ash, none of the Eldritch has ever paid deference to one of the Fae before. This this is something new, although apparently not new. Accept the feather, my love. Ash takes the feather from. Tell them that. Tell him that the Queen of Winter accepts his, his peace. The Queen of Winter accepts your peace. Ash, or not Ash, uh, Gorfim kind of cocks his head to the side about as far as you've seen him do it. Ah. I see. And he bows his head in, in respect. Long has the reign of Queen Mab been respected. By those of the wind of the forest folk. If you wish it, you may rest here for the night. Take as long as you need to recover yourselves from the test I set upon you. There is food and beverage for all. And I am here as well, if you have any other questions. For you, Ozma, I noticed that there is a spell book attached to your leg. Are you by any chance a wizard? I mean, it's, it's just a, a book of all the things I've stolen. It's not a spell book or anything like that. Ah. Well, if it were a, a spell book, and he reaches a couple of tentacles into the bookshelf behind you and pulls out about four different spell books and sets them in front of you, I would say that you could copy as many of the spells from these books as you could in the time that you were here. You, you know, there's actually a lot of extra pages in that thing. I think I might just take a, take a little peeksy. Ah. I ventured you might, it might pique your curiosity. 
So I'd say that it is late afternoon at this point. You have time if you want to get a, if you're hoping to get a long rest in, uh, I'd say you have time enough to look through those spell books and copy down two spells into yeah. your, into your spell book. Uh, of course, prudent to your spell levels and what have you. Absolutely. To, to add to your knowledge there. I figured I might have something here that you might not have encountered yet. If you would like to take a look and peruse. Well, does anyone else have any questions? So, you wanted to change your, like, alignment from chaotic to, well, I guess, maybe not chaotic, but from evil to good, or at least neutral, but you're still willing to destroy our entire group if we didn't pass your test. That seems... Less than neutral? Well, at the very least, I can be counted on as being chaotic good. Hmm. My ways are not always the best ways, but they are mine, and I accept them. You may feel similarly about my friend Kai. He is on a good path, though his methods have not always been the best. He's not always made good decisions. He briefly ran with a group of very, very evil men before he finally took leave of them to pursue the path that he started himself on. What were those group? What were those (laughs) folks that I used to be associated with? Let's see... There was one who pledged himself to the Keeper, another who pledged himself to Shadow, one who pledged himself to himself, and one, a very large construct of a man, that mostly dedicated himself to chaos. They were a very intriguing group. (laughs) He often talks, when he spoke to me of this, he noted that he often found himself being the voice of reason of that group until he could not stomach it anymore and he had to leave. (laughs) He did what he could to save as many lives as he could, but in in many cases, the bloodlusts of those he ran with were a bit too much for him. And he barely made it out with his life. I can guarantee you that at least two of those creatures are dead. The others are scattered. It sounds as though you have a certain sympathy for what he was going through. I do. Why? 
when you take a path such as his, it is very easy to lose your way in sight of, in pursuit of the thing you want. In his case, though it was for a noble purpose, it was also vengeful. And his revenge got the better of him. Or his need for revenge took, took hold of his judgment, I should say. And he made as many good choices as he could within those moments. But he found himself sliding down into a darker place than he wanted to go. The cost of his revenge was too, more than he was willing to pay. And so he decided to cast off the thoughts of revenge and simply devote himself to the greater good and getting rid of this error, preventing this overlord from being set free. So yes, I sympathize. It is not always an easy thing to admit to oneself that one has lost their way. But Kai is a good man with a good heart. He just had to realize that for himself. Hmm. Yes. He turns to you, Emily, and he looks at you curiously see that you too are of the Druidic persuasion. Is this correct? Yes. Hmm. He looks you over. I may have something for you. Just a moment. He goes into... on, begins to rummage around in some of the drawers. Nope. Nope. This is not what I want. Nope. Not at all. No. No. Hmm. Is that? Nope. That isn't it. <laughs> ah, I remember where I put it. And you see him, his mage hands kind of thrust themselves into the air, and a panel in the floor begins to kind of creak and open. I'll be but a moment. And he kind of slithers over and then falls, like un just unceremoniously drops himself down into that uh, the, the hole in the floor. Sounds good. Uh, let's see. I know I had it.
Yeah, there it is. All right. <laughs> so he comes back up. And you can see that he is now carrying what appears to be, at first glance, a leather kind of uh, uh, a leather coat, a leather kind of high woman's coat. Mm-hmm. And he hands it to you. And you immediately feel earth and root and tree in the 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 weave of this of this uh ah of the coat this is a coat of mage bark i weaved i wove this some time ago and then realized i would never use it so (laughs) i kept it perhaps i kept this for you and so you and I'll, I'll send you the, the stats and everything for it. Uh, you, he, this will give you extra protection as your armor does not seem to be very hardy. <laughs> <laughs> that is very polite. I mean, a polite way of putting it. <laughs> it is a very true way of putting it. <laughs> I mean, of course, Orla loves this. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. My only warning would be to keep it away, as far away from flame as you can. As you can see, there is, there are leaves and tree parts woven into it. Uh, of course. And as you know, having lived in the forest, the, those things don't take very well to fire. <laughs> but against most oh, other things, you. you should have a fairly good protection against. Mm-hmm. Um, you will want to water it occasionally, I'd <laughs> say once a week, to replenish its strength. But otherwise, it is a good armor. I most most appreciate it. And he gives you a gentle bow. You are most welcome. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm to water it. Mm-hmm. Can I go like throw really... stuff on it? That'd be cool. Like here's my like little strawberry shoulder patch. Here's my little <laughs> uh, That would be cool. I, and and uh, as you ask that, Gorfum kind of cocks his head to the side. I have not tried this. <laughs> it may be it may be worth the experiment. Experiment? You seem like the type, young man, that would experiment and have the experiment um, the word I'm trying to find backfire. Oh, this this happened. You seem more of a man who is more adept with mechanics and and metal than with maybe plant life and the natural world. This is true. I would stick to that. <laughs> if, if if anyone is going to uh, to meddle in with the coat, I think it will be its new. It should be its new owner. 
<laughs> well, if he if he tries to mess with it, young Orla, I give you my <laughs> my permission to slap him. <laughs> Although, as I can see from your energy, you already seem to have permission to slap him. <laughs> it is. I will encourage the slapping. <laughs> we'll see about the slapping. <laughs> he is but not one of those. He is not one of those humans who likes the slapping, is he? No. no. <laughs> I know that there are some humans out there, or at least in my youth, I do not know if it is the same now. But many humans seem to enjoy being slapped. I do not understand this. <laughs> uh, I what? think perhaps this is a, 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 a cultural gap. Um, <laughs> I believe what you may have encountered when you were younger is many humans that needed a slap ah. <laughs> as, as a point of uh, <laughs> education, if you will. Uh, rather than a point of uh, joy. Ah. So they were accepting of the slap because they knew that they required it. Well, maybe they didn't need it. <laughs> maybe they didn't know they needed it. Oh. But it needed to happen. Ah. I do not understand. <laughs> Well, let's just not slap Jazz then, shall we? <laughs> I will not slap him. That is not for me to do. Orla, um, by all means, on you. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And Jazz, Saif in your head, Master, um... Are we going to be slapped anytime soon, do you think? <laughs> oh, today is young. I ask because I would very much enjoy this. <laughs> is he spicy? <laughs> well, it's I gonna... do want to see what happens when you... No, no. It has I been don't... a very long time, Master, since I have been slapped. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do believe that I would thoroughly enjoy this. <laughs> well, well, dang. <laughs> to say you like Orla? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, Caleb says, yeah. I, 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 would, I, would, I would assume, I would assume so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I will not experiment with it this way. I appreciate it. That's done fun. I have been, as Ratataska has told me on several occasions, just because it seems like fun does not mean that it should be done. <laughs> that is good. Oh, I cannot tell you how well Ratataskas and I will get along. I just have to say this. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's so simpatico. It's 
a little silly. Even though you think Gratitoska is not a god? Well, I know he's not a god. He definitely is. Not even my god. I can just acknowledge that he's around. No, and that's, no and that's very fair that you all have uh, this um, wonderful acceptance of uh, <laughs> lesser being that you uh, still embrace. And I appreciate that. I really, really do. He's <laughs> just... <laughs> So whenever it gets close to sundown, I'd like to go pray to my other actual god. <laughs> I, I like how he's just like the wasp, the wasp of religion. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's you, you guys kind of hang out for another hour before you notice that the sun is beginning to set. Cool. Um, if I exit the Hut, is there a way to get to like the a place in the canopy where I can see the sunset? Because I imagine this is a pretty dense forest. Um, Gorfim nods for a moment. Yes, I believe that I can arrange something of that nature. And he opens the door, and the the vines that had once served the stairs have now formed a. Uh, a hand it's kind of like reaching like a claw if you step into the hand of vines I can propel you up over the canopy and you might be able to that you might be able to see the sky can you maintain it for I don't know half an hour yes (laughs) I can excellent I have good reflexes so don't try me and then I'll step into the hand. <laughs> Go from nods. I would not dream of it. And then he takes a moment. You might want to hold on to one of the fingers. Though. Okay. And you begin to slowly rise. But the hand quickly takes speed. And begins to like very much like a run, almost like a runaway elevator going in the opposite direction, shoots you up. Oh my god! Uh, and through the canopy, uh, so that you can see the sky, and the rest of you kind of see basically the epitome of like this Jack and the Beanstalky moment of yeah. this great big stalk of vines just like growing out of the ground randomly, and Gorfim is just standing there, just, just looking at it. Like you see no like strain or effort of will from him, but you can sense that he is in fact the one powering this act. Sweet. And he touches he reaches out to the uh, to the plant with his mage hand. No. No, not even with his mage hand, with his actual tentacle. And he sends he sends a message to you with using the spell message uh, to the top of the stalk. Just tap the finger three times when you are ready to come down and I will bring it down. Probably not as fast. That would be 
a bit frightening, I think. <laughs> Thank you very much. I have good reflexes. Once again, it might be interesting. All right. <laughs> and then he removes his tentacle and maintains a spell. Well, I will face west, which I assume the sun still st- sets in the west. Indeed. Um, and as the sun is setting, attempt to calmly meditate and reach out with my spiritual self to Misha Kal. Excellent. You... Not particularly anticipating an interaction, but I want her to know that that other sorcerer type is not talking me out of my very strong faith. <laughs> you begin to meditate and there is, as the moon begins to, to crest over the sky and over the canopy, you, where some would get a kind of warm, uh, enveloping feeling, you feel the cool light uh, of the moon uh, beaming down on you almost like a, uh, a gentle sigh. And you can feel, uh, however remote you feel the presence of your God there, uh, doing their best to give you comfort. That's nice. Spend about half an hour doing that, and then I'll give the give a finger three taps to go back down. And at the the moment you move your finger from that third tap, uh, there is a kind of a soft lurch, and then slowly you begin to descend uh, with the hand until you reach the uh, the doorway at which point the vines become stairs again and the door, still open, uh, is there for you to walk through. Perfect. Gorfum turns to you. Ah. Did all go well? I'm feeling much more peaceful than... uh, it It was a long day. I had to fight some things. I feel that I am on the right path once again. It was a workout. That is always good, and I am glad for this. It's always good to center yourself and find peace where you can. In times of chaos and trial, it is the best thing to hold on to, I have found. Also, sometimes a dragon. And other times beer. All good, or at least usually good. Usually good. In, you know, moderation. By, by moderation, I mean the beer, not oh. the other two things. <laughs> Although, to be quite honest, I don't think I have ever been drunk. I don't know that I can be drunk. Well, you've crafted some very fine spirits for someone who can't. Like a lactose intolerant cheesemaker, you are unaware of your own gifts. Ah. Well, I appreciate you saying that. You did. That's you did. actually an incredible 
incredible uh, method of conferring mastery upon someone. I, I, I simply would never have imagined that. Well done. I mean, I wish, I wish that that was an original line, but it is definitely not. <laughs> no, take it, take it, take it. I, I approve of that. That, 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 that. that was pretty fantastic. What is that from? Uh, True Facts. It's a YouTube series with a Morgan Freeman impersonator giving you facts about uh, animals in the wild. No. Delightful. <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. I still wouldn't have pegged it, but <laughs> that, that actually plays. Yeah. I like that a lot. <laughs> And Gorfam kind of turns to you all. Well, you've all had an eventful day. Please feel free to stay up for as long as you like and avail yourselves to my pantries for food and my casks for ale and wine um, as you, while you rest and regain yourselves. And then in the morning... We can speak of your journey to the West. <laughs> so I would like to uh, offer up my personal savings of uh, 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 whatever wine obviously on Darren that I've carried on with me. Um, I would like to uh, extend that as an open invitation to anyone else within the party who would like to discuss anything about what we're dealing with. And would uh, also like to, as surreptitiously as possible, refill all of my jugs uh, with our hosts. <laughs> <laughs> That's clever. So, I'm very concerned on <laughs> a lot of levels. As am I. I think we have a real issue where <laughs> some, I just, there are people who don't know that there are monsters and we're in the middle of it and we're the sensible ones. <laughs> while governments are crumbling. Damn it! Any thoughts? I feel this too. I think there's nothing we can do besides what we are doing. The temptation to become overwhelmed by the vastness of the problem can sweep away our ability 
to eat the elephant one bite at a time. If this Kai person can add to our ranks with additional wisdom or knowledge or strength, I trust a founding member of the circle to lead us in the right direction. And that's honestly, as that's the most promising lead that we have. Yes, and also he has an ancient blade forged by the Raven Queen. Which, let me tell you, a monk does not need a blade. He's probably going to gift that to us. Right? Probably not. Not if it's for his god. Either way, he would be very worthwhile to find. I would suggest that we all have very valuable things that we're bringing to this. Uh, not just uh, <laughs> how, how much ass we can kick. Because <laughs> I'm going to just say, I'm the worst at that. I agree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I didn't need that uh, backing, but I'm still with you on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not fighting you on it. That's me. That's not what I bring. So I think that we need to bring to the table what are the things that someone wants from us. Mm. So we're not looking at weapons. We're not looking at, oh, we've got great items now. What can we collectively do to disrupt this stuff? And hopefully, we can get some of us stronger. Mm. There's no reason, as much as I am uh, negative when it comes to people who are knowingly possessed by monsters. <laughs> and we know that they're possessed by monsters. <laughs> but maybe we can find some way to where they're not possessed by monsters. And uh, <laughs> No, really, let's get them not possessed by monsters. <laughs> well, what if we used the monsters for our own ends and then purged the monsters after they helped us destroy the shadow and the flame. Yeah, but they already don't uh, acknowledge the right God, and I've already got <laughs> lots of them already not getting on board with the clear path of this. So, I mean, sure, let's go ahead and examine that, but then y'all get back in touch with me when... Uh, <laughs> you need healing. <laughs> Ash, uh, Mab, from within your head, uh, you feel her, her clear irritation. I rather resent being called a monster. I know that I'm not a monster. You know that I'm not a monster. I am not a monster. I am a queen. Hmm. Yeah, how about you try and purge 
me of my faith. I don't have a monster <laughs> in my head, but I definitely can heal people. So. Is he going to melt me? I feel like he's going to melt me. Jazz, <laughs> Saif, Saif uh, speaks to you now. Is he talking about me? Am, am, am I a monster? Is, I feel like he's talking about me. Is uh, he? I, I don't know. I hope he's not talking about me. I'm nice. I don't want to go. It does not. It did, no. I like it here. No, you're fine. Okay. If anything, he is talking about the little ones. <laughs> they were kind of monsters. They were lovable and cute. Ever smash things with do hammers. Let them hear. Do not, do not listen. You are not monsters. You are. Hmm. We slap happy goblins. You, 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 you are monsters. But it is, it is okay. He's about, he Let is about being pure. Let him be pure. Re. You all have the potential to be disruptive beyond measure. But instead, You've lived here for a minute. So, you can live under the banner of the one true God, or you're welcome to go back and be monsters. You guys want to worship the... <clears throat> if you guys <clears throat> no, if you guys want to uh, you are free to go ahead the goblin but leader no, there will be no chanting at all hours when it is sleep time it is sleep time the, the goblin leader jazz uh, you can feel their attention uh, solely on you we don't want to worship his God. We, 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 we want to worship you. You are our God. You saved us. Um, we worship Jazz. 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 And they all start to chant. Jazz. 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 It's, it's Jazz time. We will hear you. Um, yes. They choose to worship the one true God. To you. Oh, go, no, go, no, go, 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 You know, he was, he's, he, he's trying to not let Lucius hear it, and he tries to tell them, t- tell him he, uh... Oh, no, Lucius can't hear any of that. This is all happening inside your head. <laughs> oh, but... <laughs> he tries to, from what he heard Lucius say to him, he says, Oh, don't worry, the goblins worship their one true god. He tries to... <laughs> <laughs> that was a two you just rolled in deception. <laughs> for those for, for 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 those listening, Jazz rolled a two in deception. <laughs> He's not fooling anyone. Oh, no, and I know that they are are worshiping uh 
Yeah. No. Thanks. That's great. <laughs> well, at least we are not heathens who don't worship anything. <laughs> yeah, because it's all just nonsense. <laughs> we've, got, we've got we've got demons and goblins in our head. That's all fine. <laughs> and this time, Saif is like, I, I feel like he's definitely talking about me now. <laughs> I'm not a demon. I'm I'm I used to be part of a god. Yep. Oh 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 of oh, a god. Could, could we maybe focus on how well our group has worked together and all the, you know, adversity we have overcome? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Saif was like, yes, I like him. But this, that Ash guy, he's, he, he knows what's up. We, 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 we work well together. Yes, that, all of that. Cooperation is our strong suit. Yes, agreed. In that we have versatility. Yes. And we're so damn good looking. Yes. Well, let's go ahead and get after it now. What's our next objective? Find Kai. Yeah. And then? Find the sword. Well, he may already have the sword, but our primary goal is to gain his allegiance in our, you know, overarching quest to destroy the shadow and the flame. If that requires getting him the sword, then cool. If not, I mean, like, let's not lose sight of the real goal here. We have people to avenge. Yep. After that, we should definitely go for our counterattack. Would, would that be the counterattack? The vengeance? Mm. Yes. Well, let's see, because, uh, as was very well put forth, they may have some of the uh, stronger stuff that we're looking for. So let's take a look, but yeah, let's get after it and and see if we can uh, take these folks down. <laughs> And let's have fun. And look. And have style. <laughs> Child of bards, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll leave the bards to the style. But it's about the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> and Jazz has made a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I wonder what they will have to say about that. <laughs> and Saif just kind of shrugs. Well, I'm all for it. You may have another sword to play with. It could be fun. Because you can't play with the other sword. The Holy Avenger, it will not have you. <laughs> it probably won't. You're right about that. But, you know, not for the reasons you think. 
You're still holding my holy Avenger? Yes. Yeah, I don't think he ever gave it back. Mm-hmm. Nope, I didn't. No, I agree. That's exactly where it should be. As you want, he probably wants. He probably wants him to start using it instead, and then become pure. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing that I I think is so delightful is like the the uh, back and forth between. Oh well, I have a holy Avenger, and yeah. <laughs> and a uh, sword that's just powered by somebody. That's not Lucius's bag. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Good times, good times. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go to bed then. Ha! <laughs> Seems like we're done here. I'm not yet converted, Lucius, but we can uh, resume the conversation tomorrow. Oh, no, no. Of course. Of course. I, I didn't expect so. Uh, tell you what, if you're if you're taking uh, first watch, I will take third. <laughs> okay. I'm uh, happy to take the first watch. I'm also happy to do the middle of the night watch if that is somebody else's least favorite. I like the nighttime. I spend a lot of good, peaceful moments with Misha Kal here. Are we not in a friendly space? <laughs> oh. I cannot take any. I need all this sleep. I would say, uh, given, given the space you're in, uh, a watch... Keeping a watch should not be necessary. You are on hollowed ground, for one. Oh, Uh, Oh, okay. Well, then, apologies. Uh, Literally, the only thing I was trying to do was give you a full night's rest to go the opposite end of it. Oh, sure. Yeah, So, uh, because as as magic users, as I believe we all are. Yeah. One way, shape, and form. Yeah, you all definitely need the full night's rest for sure. Yeah. Magic. So you all tuck in, essentially, and uh, get yourselves some well-deserved rest and sleep. Um, Ozma, I imagine you stay up just a little bit to to continue to finish copying your spells. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you take two spells and and are able to to just get enough sleep to refill all your slots and all that stuff. Lovely. Uh, so you guys wake up, uh, kind of mid morning, <clears throat> to the sounds and smells of frying meats, and you see Gorfim in the kitchen area. Uh, Four hands are available again, as well as a couple of his tentacles kind of moving about grabbing things uh, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a stove. Kind of, just kind of very busy, you know, eggs in one hand, bacon in the other hand, uh, some pancakes on yet another hand, and uh, what looks like sausages in 
uh, in another. And he's, you know, using the two tentacles to, to, to help season things. He's grabbing things. And Casca is kind of running about, uh, pouring juice. And uh, also, uh, because he, she knows that a couple of you maybe uh, drank a bit more last night, uh, some uh, alcohol, kind of hair of the dog situation. Um She's got a few Bloody Marys just kind of out on the table, as well as like various, you know, orange juice, grape juice, grapefruit juice, cranberry juice, pineapple juice. They get a lot of fruit in that forest. So there's <laughs> quite an assortment of juices. And there's already like a nice assortment of like meats and, and uh, food sitting on the table uh, ready for you guys to to eat and Gorfim kind of notices that you all are are rousing and he turns his head almost at an unnatural angle so that he can see behind him to see you ah I see that you are all awake Lawrence Uh, yeah I think uh, same issue as earlier oh did I go out again yeah, you went yeah. out. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> For some reason, my connection is being weird. It's It's been pretty good. It's only dropped... Uh, I mean, this is the second time. Okay. Um, what did you last hear? Before basically, I like, we we were rousing from our, our <laughs> sleep and, yeah. and noticed. Yeah, good. Uh, so, yeah, he turns his head kind of at this almost unnatural angle. To, to look at you. Yep. It's like, ah, I see that you are all awake. Good morning. I have prepared and am still preparing a breakfast for you all to enjoy. Please relieve yourselves and then tuck in, as I believe the saying goes. <coughs> and then he turns his head back and continues to focus on the breakfast making. Casca kind of <laughs> and there's juice and other <laughs> drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and runs about. Jazz says I already went <clears throat> and he sits down and starts eating. Mmm, looks good. Yes, he is a very good cook. I'm still learning, but uh, he is he is quite good. You should see him during during the winter when he really he really lets loose. It's ridiculous. Every spring I have to go into a di- I have to I have to go on a diet and lose so much weight. I'm kidding. I don't gain any weight. Uh, Gorfin, I uh. Would have thought you were a vegetarian. No, no. I eat as much as I can. <coughs> Excuse me. Though, my means of procuring said delicacies are a bit more on the ethical side. Hmm. Good to know. Or at least more ethical than they used to be. 
Excuse me. I don't mean to speak (laughs) out of turn, but... My kingdom has been destroyed. We were told to come to you for knowledge. What can you give us? I am giving it. I have given you a place to rest and an ally to which to acquire. I myself will join you later, but I must inform Ratatosker of these goings on. That is currently my priority. May I ask you inform someone from the rest of our group about what you are doing to join us and help us now. To join you and help you now would not be prudent. As I mentioned before, I must inform Ratatoskar of what has happened. And then I can provide direct aid to you and your group. But until then, I send you to find Kai. And he will be able to aid you more immediately than I can. Well, we should probably make this a quick breakfast and hit the road. It is quite a long journey. Perhaps this car will be the assistance we need. I should hope so. I remember he is quite good at what he does. Although sometimes what he does is not very nice. (laughs) And can I ask a question? Of course. How far from here do we think Kai is on his um, mission for the sword? Ashtakala, to my reckoning, is about 500 miles to the northwest. Holy cow. Okay, I'm going to go prepare some different spells. (laughs) Given that, how close do you think he is along that path? I sent him out about a week ago. So, I'm assuming that he must be there by now. If not by a couple of days ago, at least. So it may take us about a week. Give or take a couple of days, yes. Can you tell us anything else about him that might help us should we come to blows? I'm hoping not to. (coughs) Well... I guess it would do to know what he looks like so that you might recognize him. 
he is a six foot tall tiefling. He is okay. of a purplish hue. He wears black and purple robes and a curious set of wraps around his hand. I believe they are made of with Sibris Sibris uh, <clears throat> stones in them. So they sparkle quite a bit. He's generally a good-natured man and is not quick to anger unless it involves a member of his family, which none of you seem to resemble at all. So I think you should be fine. Is he on good terms with his family or not? He is not. Good terms. They betrayed him and left him for dead because he spoke out against them as his family were, are the ones that are responsible for trying to attempt to bring about this overlord. <laughs> and when he got wind of it, they betrayed him and sent him into slavery to die in the, in the combat mine, not combat mines, mines, geez, in the combat arena, in the slave arenas in Karnath. So he might have some grievances to bear with members of his bloodline. Sounds like you. I know that at least three members of his family are dead by his hand as it stands. He told me of one particular instance where he beheaded his uncle near a pit of fire. Hmm. He, he said it was felt quite satisfying as his uncle was the one who betrayed him directly. <coughs> Sounds like he may be down for the cause. I think he might. This is good. <sighs> well, oh, yes. He's a tall, slender, but muscular man. I said, good nature, yellow eyes, easy smile, fanged, but easy. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoys tea a lot, almost to excess. (laughs) Lots of tea. Do you have any tea that we could take with us to sort of... Prime the pump. Or let him know that it is uh, that we have spoken with you. A good idea. That is a good thought. Yes, I believe I might. And he sends another tentacle into one of the cabinets above his head, and it rummages around a bit and wraps itself around a small tin and. Katie, he kind of brings it over to you and drops it in your hand. Hooray. That is my special brew 
of Wapsan Suchang. He grew quite fond of it while he was here. So I Excellent. hope that he would know it upon smelling or tasting it. Perfect. This is very helpful. Thank you. You are most welcome. Uh, I would like to, as surreptitiously as possible, mm-hmm. go over and try and give a couple samples of the tea that I like and a bottle of my favorite Ondarian red um, back to the group so that perhaps can be a counteroffer. And then I just walk off and I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, uh, I mean, you know me, I'm just uh, 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 yeah. my god. And, uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you. It is not often that someone brings tea to share with me. I very much appreciate this. And the wine, I am interested in trying. So, I thank you. He, yes, he can have his own way. He puts it in kind of a, a special place on the counter where, where he'll remember to, to see it later. Like, you, you see him, like, every now and again. He'll, he'll look at it, or, like, he'll send a tentacle over and, like, touch it kind of feel around it and pat it it's like to help him remember that it's there. Ooh. You will find that your spirit steeds are fed and watered outside whenever you are ready for them. I had my Oni go and grab them for you. <laughs> Well, thank you, Gotham. It seems you have armed us with a new ally and maybe new hope. You are most welcome. I am glad to help however I can. I wish that I could do more, more immediately. But as stated before, I too have my obligations. But rest assured that I will join you as quickly as I can. Rest assured, we shall find Kai. I thank you. <laughs> and then Jazz starts to <clears throat> make his way, I guess, towards uh, where the steeds are. Excellent. <clears throat> yeah, or probably, I'll follow. Or, yep. Or Decos De- does too. And Lucius is just like, you can talk to horses too? Jesus! <laughs> and Gorfum nods. Yes, I am a druid. <sighs> yes, of course. And <sighs> Thank you. You are most welcome. Oh, wait, before you go, he hands you a kind of mid-sized pouch. It's about the size of a um, a leather-bound book. And he hands it to you. Some meats and vegetables to take with you on your journey, in case you get hungry and run out of supplies. Oh, how kind. Ah, thank you very much. 
You are most welcome. Eldritch, maybe, but you are no horror. Oh, you are too kind. I will do as I can. And I will see you, hopefully sooner than later. I shall meet you at Castle Undyre. Until next time. Indeed. <laughs> Goodbye. And Casca kind of walks you to the doorway and waves. Be safe, you guys. Don't, uh, don't get killed or anything. I'd be <laughs> sad. That'll be Goodbye, our priority. I'd, I'd have to drink the funeral wine in there. And, I mean, it's tasty, but I haven't had a reason to drink it yet, and I really don't want to start now. <laughs> Do we need to meet you and be present back at the Capitol or need to stay alive until we get there? Well, staying alive until you get there is definitely a priority. That's my fault for asking a stupid question. Will you be with us however you can be until we get back to the capital? Yes, of course. Yes, we, we, we will provide you whatever aid we can, as we, we have, and yes, we will we will do everything we can from here to aid and assist. <clears throat> we will see you later, little one. Who are you calling little? <laughs> I, I know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, it's... I, I, I get... I'm a little sensitive about my size. I know I shouldn't be, but you know how hard it is being 35-year-old woman stuck in an eight-year-old body? It's ridiculous. I know. Do you? I'm sorry. I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Onward, my friend. I do not know. Have fun storming the I temple. greatly appreciate you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for your hospitality. Of course. Thank you for coming and drinking his wine and his beer and enjoying our food and being such wonderful guests. Thank you. And not being terrified out of your minds that he has eldritch beginnings. (laughs) I guess we go outside and saddle up. So I'll saddle up and, and, and prepare your horses and, and mount your spirit steeds. And As the case may be. <laughs> and Gorfim from within the house opens up a way to the northwest uh, through the clearing, uh, through the forest for you. And the animals all seem to line your path <laughs> as you begin to leave and as you all walk the path they all you you notice that they all kind of bowed their heads 
very slightly for some of them. And for the four-legged ones, they bow their heads a bit more deeply because they can't help but to. Uh, (laughs) And you begin to weave your way westwards uh, out of the Whisper Woods and towards your next goal in the Demon Waste, which is, I think, where we'll end tonight. (laughs) So Into the Demon Wastes. You got some... Interesting. Have some interesting conversation with a uh, with an eldritch being. Yeah, a founding mm-hmm. member and a founding an member of the circle. Apparently, mm-hmm. that's really yeah. Cool. Got some items. So, that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> got some items. Got got some items. Met a few yes, thousand nice. year old eldritch nice. dude. Who yeah. got some stuff? Had some food, had some wine, had some drink. Some good drink. Some good drink. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're now on your way to meet up with uh, with a monk by the name of Kai in Ashtakala in the Demon West, uh, where you will uh, hopefully find and retrieve him and help him retrieve uh, the sword that he seeks, which... He didn't really give you any information on what kind of sword it is he's looking for outside of the fact that it is uh, a, a sword forged by the Raven Queen. So that's a thing worth worth noting. Yeah. So, yeah, we will find out what you guys get into next time. Um, I don't know if you will... You may reach the the uh, the temple, or you, you might not by that point in time. Who knows? <laughs> Excited all the way around, though. Regardless, indeed, mm. you found out that there's also another uh, overlord that is uh, threatening Eberron. <laughs> apparently, yeah. We <laughs> need more. Why not? Just yeah. right for overlords. Yeah, saying. <laughs> they, they can't each other out. Apparently, apparently, Eberron is rife with them. I was looking up, uh, bringing up the overlords of Eberron earlier, and damn, there's a ton of them. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez. And some of them are dead. Most of them are imprisoned or trapped somewhere, like, in an outer plane. I'm like, wait, so they're just hanging out, still, still out there, doing and shit. Want- yeah. Doing shit, knowing, knowing, like, all right, all right. So yeah, there's now Belshalor, the Shadow and the Flame, and uh, Katashka, the Gatekeeper. That's that's gonna be a thing. So, yay! Yeah, yeah. Getting complicated. Getting real <laughs> complicated. But you know, you're level nines. Things are gonna get start to get more complicated. Oh, no. Y'all, some of them level nines, man. That's right. That's right. The, those monster CRs about to get up there. That's right. Yeah. Just saying. But yeah, um, for all of you listening, thank you once again for uh, hanging out with us and, and, and letting us roll dice and, and tell stories with you. And uh, until next session. Uh, be good to each other. Be safe out there. Jeez, between the wildfires and people dying, 
and COVID-19 and, and just all of this insanity, it, 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 it's hard to keep your, your spirits up. It's hard to keep your, uh, your, your will to, to, to keep going uh, in a good place. But hopefully we can help provide an escape and a, a, uh, a, a boon and a light in these weird and insane and, and darkening times. So be good to yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And uh, as always, may the dice roll ever in your favor. Be good out there, you guys. Hi there, this is Sphinx Akasha, and this is the Agents of the Circle podcast. If you'd like to hear more of what we're doing, the other episodes can be found on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Thanks again for listening, and may the dice roll ever in your favor.